Coming up on this episode of We're No Damn Experts, we're talking high-flying action. Flight over the falls is back. We'll break down what you can expect, what you should and should not bring to enjoy the impressive aerial stunts and more. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. Happy Friday, y'all. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Shannon Newth. And, and we're, we're no, no damn, damn experts. experts. It is Friday. Friday when we're recording it. Friday when it will come out. I know. And this, so that's why I said it, because it's the first time I think ever we've gotten to record a podcast on Friday, say which usually Friday. comes out on Friday. So yeah, I get we're to say happy of... Friday and it can be authentic and genuine. Yes. We're not faking it right now. No, we're not. <laughs> we're happy, though, that it's Friday and we're ahead of schedule here with the podcast. We are. We are finally getting back in our groove. We're getting everything set up. We're getting shows lined up we're getting so organized i found a project management system we're gonna be working on <laughs> oh the boy. nerd me's coming out and mm-hmm. so um and then we just keep rolling the guests in which i love because <laughs> there's less pressure on us to actually come up with come up quality with content and accurate content people don't want to hear us talking about our kayaking misadventures <laughs> anymore for an hour yeah so with that note we do have a guest with us today <laughs> Who's here, Shannon? We have Lieutenant Colonel Cody Smith. Hello, sir. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, and thank you for having me. Yes. And for all of you listening, he is in his BDUs? OCPs. OCPs? Yes. What does BDU stand for? I think for? that's an army thing. <laughs> for those of us in the uh, that were around in the 90s, that was the battle dress uniform. It's okay. still the greatest uniform ever created. There we Ooh. go. And he is with the Montana Air National Guard. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. All right, Cody Lieutenant Colonel Smith. <laughs> Cody's Shannon fine. Just <laughs> I just went right for the familiarization. Yep, that's fine. We bad. have no clue what's going on. Shannon's saluting everyone. That's I'm scared funny. to death. We're going to be great. This is it's fantastic good. for us civilians how to be you, in a room. How with do you me. feel making your presence here is just intimidating everybody? Yeah. Uh, no. To death. Uh, my wife, happen? as my wife will tell you, uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> so no, it's uh, it's uh, absolutely a pleasure to be here with the both of you. Um, both of you have uh, been very important and influential in this community, and I appreciate very much what you guys do uh, oh, as far you. as raising awareness uh, on what it is we do here in this town and why it's so great and what brings people here. So I am here for you today. Awesome. Yeah, Thank you. Same back at you. How long have you been in Great Falls? Uh, we moved here in 2005, uh, oh. taking a job with the Montana National Guard back then, and have enjoyed our every minute of it here since then. That's awesome. Where did you move from? Where have you been? I imagine you've been been a few other places in your career. Um, you know, the old adage of putting the stickers on the luggage. My luggage yeah. is no longer luggage. It's a big sticker. It's oh, one awesome. big sticker. So, okay. uh, yeah, so traveled a great deal. Uh, been, a, been a pleasure. It's part of the joys of being in the, in the Air Force and getting a chance to see the world and see our great country and serve different aspects of it. Uh, I transitioned here from Klamath Falls, Oregon. I worked with the 173rd oh. Fighter Wing there. Enjoyed that very much for about eight years. Prior to that, I was a reservist at Travis Air Force Base hmm. um, and got to fly on the venerable C-141. Those were, for those of you that remember that, uh, it was a great airplane. 
And then uh, was an aircraft mechanic at Hill Air Force Base back in the early 90s, served in Desert Storm. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yes, I've been around for a few minutes, uh, 31 <laughs> years next month. Wow. Yep. Wow. Retirement knocking on the door anytime soon for you? Every no. morning. <laughs> <laughs> Except this morning. Especially this after great. this experience, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you've been a, a PIO, a, pub, or a yep. public affairs uh, specialist with uh, the Air Force as well Correct. over your career. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've been. So we were talking earlier, I think I've shared, I my past mm-hmm. life was in news. You knew, worked with one of yep. my former colleagues a yep. lot. So we've run in the same circles. We're both revisiting our former former life here. Isn't that one of the big reasons why people join service is to be able to travel and see the Mm. world and get excited about all the things that they can do? Well, service comes in many layers, uh, as we all see here. Uh, A lot of the the community uh, leaders, service, you know, military, everybody's synonymous with service. Uh, Our our teachers, anybody who works in that community and provides that service to our community and makes our community better, uh, does tend to gravitate towards, I think, what, what we do. So mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and the more people that do it, I think, it makes us better as a society. Oh. And it definitely is what makes this town great because mm-hmm. this is a service town. It is, for sure. And we're going to be talking about uh, Flight Over the Falls, the event coming up. Oh, but so I know it's, I get super excited for this event as well. <laughs> you're probably excited for it to be over since you're Absolutely part of the planning not. process. No, it. I wouldn't keep doing what I do for as long as I do if I didn't really enjoy yeah. airplanes yeah. And, and, and community. So we are, like you were saying, we're, Great Falls is a big service community. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people who are listening, let's, let's distinguish here so we have mm-hmm. the Air National Guard, and we also have Malmstrom Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. Can you give a quick rundown for people of of the differences and the roles they play in our community? Absolutely. Uh, You know, it's it's an interesting uh, marriage between the the Malmstrom Air Force Base and the Montana Air National Guard Base uh, at the airport. It starts all the way back in World War II. There was East Base and there was West Base. Um, So you had the, the bombers out at East Base. You had the fighters up at West Base. So that's how it started, and then we moved over to uh, basically became uh, the Air National Guard after, right after the end of World War II. And so then that becomes where we kind of diverged a little bit. But, you know, every so often, at least in the last 15 years, we've kind of come back in closer and closer together with the affirmation of the total force. Uh, and everybody's an airman, and everybody's got um, a role to play. Um, and so, yeah, there's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful relationship that we have with the 341st and the 819th. Uh, between them and the Montana National Guard. For those, oh, so as we've already seen already here, I'm going a little off track here. We'll get back to flight over the falls. I'm just here to that watch. Never, <laughs> that never happens with our podcast. So as we've already already touched on acronyms, mm-hmm. things like that. Big and military. You you threw out some letters. You threw out some letters. <laughs> Are there any basic ones that I should know, or if I'm going to be coming to flight over the falls? Any any acronyms, any letters that I should know as a civilian? Because there's so there's and so that seems like a full so catalog. Many there are, and uh, what's funny is my wife's an RN, um, and she in the medical registered field. Registered nurse. Yes, registered nurse. Yeah, we there's knew one. that one. There's one. Hey, victory! Yay. No, but the medical field has it, it lives on acronyms as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. The, Air, the military lives on acronyms. Mm-hmm. The Air Force probably not quite nearly as much as maybe the Army or the Marine Corps, but okay. but. 
the we do have our we do have our acronym dictionary um, that seems to evolve, and I think we have some acronyms that are that have five or six different meanings depending upon who you're talking to and what oh, your career field is. That's it's, helpful. It's, it's, it's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> so uh, I wish I could help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, You're on your own. But no, no, I'll no, just, no, I'll no. Just email you just anytime ask. I have a question. What do you mean? <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? What, do you, what, what are those you, letters? I'm serious. What do, you, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm. It, it's not that. It's no more this. shop talk here. Right. <laughs> For civilians. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So. And then the other big thing to note between the difference of the two today, uh, Montana Air Guard and Malmstrom Air Force Base, one has a flying mission and one does not. Yes. Both. Ooh, both I beg to dis- disagree with you on that one. So Malmstrom wow. Air Force Base has the 40th Helicopter Squadron out there. Oh, okay. that's right. They, and so they provide fly. a very valuable those mission, mm-hmm. uh, and they do fly, and they are very, <laughs> in fact, I really love it. They tend to fly up my coolie by my house every day, and I enjoy seeing them come by, yeah. just as I enjoy the C-130s flying over my house as they get their run on Charge and Charlie for their drop zone. Is that sarcastic? So, no, that's okay. absolutely no. true. <laughs> nope. Kid, I lo- the I'm kids and I area. run out on the deck, and it's like I said, 31 years later, still love seeing the airplanes <laughs> yeah. and the helicopters fly over my house. It's wonderful. They, they fly over ours as well, and... I get to hear from mm-hmm. um, from the air guard in the mornings and the evenings, mm-hmm. the, the music, yeah, yep. the sounds. Mm-hmm. I it's think re- it just dawned on me, we kind of live we all, all live the in the same, same area. area. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense if we're all hearing I knew we were kind of close. Similar, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, nope, we're... You're joining us too. Yeah, yeah yes. all that there. <laughs> my uh, 2020, my friend had a baby during covid and as okay. part of that they were here in great falls having that baby and their three other children stayed with us because they weren't mm-hmm. allowed in the hospital so my husband played mr mom the entire time the kids were there and his idea of showing them a good time was to go to the end of the runway at the airport and just wait for planes to it's take a great off. babysitter yeah <laughs> fabulous babysitter and he goes no it's really awesome and i said no it is really awesome it but is. you need to remember when they fly out so that you're not sitting there for three and a half hours waiting yeah, for true. a plane it's, mm-hmm. it's not constant flow yeah, of activity right. at this one. No. It's not that big of an airport. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, when I was a kid, my grandfather would take me to Miramar Naval Air Station down in San Diego, and Ooh. we would sit at the end of the runway and do exactly that wow. and get me out of my parents' hair for about four hours. <laughs> yeah. It is really awesome because mm-hmm. we've done it, uh, just sat there and waited, and mm-hmm. it's just a really cool thing. And then I'm going to say it because I'm getting too excited. Because of where we live, <laughs> when the flight over the falls happens... <laughs> Those planes are oh. nearly in my front yard. You get yard. your own private show with Oh, my them. gosh. The first year, we went on Saturday, did the whole show from the runway, and then we went home and on Sunday got the show again. Again, just a slightly different perspective. And as those planes are coming to get into formation, they're flying, I don't know, a few inches from the ground. That's clearly an exaggeration. <laughs> it feels like it. But it is close enough that you can wave from the front yard to the mm. pilot, and they mm. will wave back because they're that close. They wow. can see you, and I don't know if they're not paying enough attention <laughs> that they would see me. But They're yeah. professionals. It they can handle so it. It so cool. That is so really cool. neat. It is going to be an extremely uh, adventurous moment for those that have never been to one mm-hmm. uh, and those that have been to several. Uh, they're all unique. Oh, and so the performers yeah. we did we worked very hard this time to to gather a list of of aircraft and performers that you know cover a wide wide spectrum of, of aviation history, um, not only for the Air Force but the Navy. Um, uh, we have World War II vintage aircraft that are going to mm. be here. Um, 
you know, what we talk about our headliners, we talk about the Thunderbirds, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about Rhino F-18 demo team that's going to be here. Those are the, those are the, the shock and awe uh, performers that we have out there. But we also have a P-51 Mustang coming in uh, that's going to do some aerial demonstrations. We have Ooh. an A-26 bomber coming in that are going to come in and do some bombing and some strafing runs with pyro oh. that we're going to be blowing oh. up, blowing stuff up on the airfield. And, and it's just going to be just extraordinarily fun for these for this community to come and watch that and you know if you if you're not at the show center at least one day that weekend you're missing out because there's nothing like all uh, all that is designed to come together right on crowd center Mm. and uh it's going to be a truly unique opportunity we got a crazy guy coming in by the name of kent peach (laughs) flies for jelly belly he's going to land his airplane on top of an rv no an airplane an airplane not a helicopter not a helicopter an airplane an airplane how big of an RV are we talking? We're talking like a Winnebago. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. No, Shannon, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. how big the it's RV is. Right. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But or are we it, talking like a tiny... It could yeah. be an 80-foot RV. It's still ridiculous. Yeah, it's still, it it, it yeah. really is. Um, and they're just. it's just a great community to work with. Everybody is absolutely fantastic. Everybody has got one thing in mind, and that is... Uh, celebrating our community Mm. that's the vision is celebrating our military community and our heritage in this town in great falls uh for 75 years it's pretty impressive wow that is that's a long time is this is not your first air show rodeo i like her term (laughs) but your term applies yes uh show rodeo it's not my first rodeo no i was involved in the 2017 one as well uh and peripherally have been involved in some of the in some other shows around uh my tenure in the air force but this is the first time as director um so this will be the first time putting it on together Uh, i had great mentors uh the uh, colonel jeff carlton who retired this last year was uh who's our lead for from 2011 on and he left a, a great turnover and we talk a lot still and as he has moved on to the next chapter in his life. And, you know, it's it's provided a lot of great foundation. Mm-hmm. So, and ICAS, the uh, International C- uh, Council of Air Shows, uh, is another acronym. Wonderful. ICAS, I spelled it out you for did. you. You See, did. There Thank you did. Thank you. See, he got it. Yes. He knew. <laughs> yes. My wife would be so proud. I did yeah. pay attention. Um, it's, it's, they are a wonderful group to work with. And if without them, we couldn't get it done. So, so you've got things that are going to be flying mm-hmm. for the air show, for the flight over the falls. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also going to have things on the ground that people can crawl in and around and on top of. Oh, yeah. There's specifically crawling activities. <laughs> well, so for the young at heart, we're going to have a kid zone. So we're oh. going to have about, uh, I don't know, what is it, 150 by 150 of nothing but bouncy houses and Ooh. crazy stuff. So you can get the energy out so before you, yes, you go out. Yeah, so planes. I'm just hooping that uh, some of my younger airmen, we can find them later and you know, yeah. put them back to work. Put them back get in them back the bouncy house. Yeah, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, or myself, too. You should just too. keep that set up all the time. I know. Maybe. It'd be a great morale builder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got the, we're going to have a kid zone. Uh, I'm really proud. We have, we're going to have our first ever STEM lab. Uh, so oh. we have worked with uh, Starbase, uh, which is a um, DOD-funded program, Department of Defense-funded uh-huh. program uh, that is administered out of our Joint Force Headquarters in Helena uh, on behalf of General Horonic. Uh, they have this program. They run it on the Army side and the Air side. And our program is going to host this lab. And then we're going to have robotics. We're going to have uh, we're going to have aviation assets. We're going to have all kinds of things to kind of bring our community together, our, our, our generation, our younger generation, to kind of get reaffirm that excitement about science, technology, mm-hmm. engineering, math. Well, and how, and how much of that is still in the Air Force and Army and everything today? Because mm-hmm. we had the distinct honor, and I think I've said this on the podcast a number of times, but since I've been doing this so long, who knows if I said it or not. <laughs> but 
We hosted the Berlin Airlift Veterans Association here six years ago. Okay. And we were the training ground for the Berlin Airlift. Correct. Um, at Great Falls Air Base mm. is what, what it was called at that time. So when we got to do the site tour and then the eventual um, reunion that they had, the contact I had was a World War II veteran who then trained for this mission. And we spent two days together and he's telling me stories of how awkward it was to fight the Germans and then help the Germans. And then he talked about the planes and how different they were from when he flew them till they are today because it was all there was no technology there was technology but there wasn't as much technology and you relied on so many other things to fly it and how small they were (laughs) compared to what they are Mm -hmm. today Mm -hmm. and so it's those things that are i'm going to say relatively new because it's only been within the the last game of history right yes it's not that long ago to see technology advance like that and then to have that mm-hmm. component come in, which is really awesome. It is. Uh, well, and again, we go back to we're going to have a wide range of, of aircraft here from uh, probably World War II, pre-World War II, um, 19, late 1930s technology will be probably the, the earliest end of our technology spectrum all the way up to the F-35 and the KC-46, uh, the leading edge technology uh, aircraft that we have in our inventory. Oh. I want to go back. We never actually said what flight over the falls is. <laughs> well, that's probably I mean, par for the course details. for us. So sure. we go back. We've talked about how there's lots of planes coming in, but let's Correct. let's do kind of basic logistics because we haven't actually introduced what mm-hmm. flight over the falls is. So can you give us just an idea of what is flight over the falls? So flight over the falls is a celebration of Montana military, um, Air Force, Army, aviation achievements um, that we've had over the last 75 years. So this is the 75th anniversary of the United States Air Force. It's the 75th anniversary of the Montana Air National Guard. So with those things coming to fruition, you know, this year, that's, a, that's kind of a big anniversary. It's mm-hmm. a huge So one. we are bringing in, um, we're opening our doors to have folks come in that have served, that want to serve, that have family that have served, to come in and just kind of celebrate. And then our community, so they can kind of get better to know us on what it is we do, both here at the at Malmstrom Air Force Base in the Montana Army National Guard, um, it, it's it's an important opportunity. You know, COVID. We talked COVID earlier. Flight over the falls. Really, when you boil it down, is an opportunity to get out as a community and mm-hmm. celebrate. Yeah, and this is a, a unique opportunity because mm-hmm. for the most part, the public doesn't have free reign to go wander on <laughs> nor should they or should they to uh to malmstrom or or the base uh, up Correct. by the airport mm-hmm. yeah so this is a, a unique opportunity if you have any wonderings about what's behind those gates absolutely this is your chance to learn this is your chance yeah. to, this is your chance to learn and get to see what kind of what it is and uh, maybe experience something you did not know or would like to know or you know if we've got those you know those those young kids that are out there that uh I don't know what I want to do in life. Well, mm-hmm. this this gives them an opportunity to see, touch, hear. Yep. Well, and even beyond, because there are so many careers within within the military, mm-hmm. within the guard, things like mm-hmm. that, that you might not, when you're little or even as an adult, have any idea. have any idea or any concept of the different types of careers that are available within military branches. Correct. You know, uh, case in point, uh, when I joined in 1991, I was an aircraft mechanic. Mm-hmm. I got to go, you know, to go to Desert Storm. I got to go do a bunch of really neat things as a crew chief, as an aircraft mechanic. And then I got to go work on 
bigger airplanes and I got to go fly over on the Pacific Rim and go see places like Johnson Atoll, Kwajalein, Guam, mm. you know, as a young 20 something year old airman mm-hmm. came back. I got an opportunity to become, you know, a different me, reinvent myself. <laughs> and then I got a chance to come here and really explore where I could do. And I've been, I've been a PIO mm-hmm. and I've worked international relations with our state partnership program in Kyrgyzstan. Oh, wow. And so I got to go to Bishkek and spend time there. I got to ride horses in the Himalayas. I got to work as a security forces commander. I got to work as a logistics commander. I got to be a base commander in Africa. I got, I mean, there is, the sky's the limit on what you can do. I mean, it's not just about going to basic training, learning a job and do that the rest of your time. It is wide open to whatever it is you want to choose to do. And the opportunities are endless. Now Mm -hmm. I'm, now I'm, I'm a director of an open house air show that's going to (laughs) have, we're hoping somewhere between 80 and a hundred thousand people show up. Wow. And that's no understatement people. If you're listening to this, well, obviously you're listening to this. (laughs) There's a ton of people out there Yes, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel, let me clarify. It does not feel like you're amidst a hundred thousand people. You're going to notice there's a lot of folks, but the way that open house in the past, Mm -hmm. I'm talking from experience, it's probably going to be the same this time. It's a long area. It's a big area Mm -hmm. in which you cram these people into. And there's not a time when you're just shoulder to shoulder the entire time. Um, So that's really kind of a nice way to get everybody out and not have it feel claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because we are a town of 60,000 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is more than doubling. So the more, <laughs> and it's a big draw. I mean, we've, we've been promoting it mm-hmm. on our paid media channels and a lot of people are like, Oh, already have our rooms, got our rooms a month ago. Like, <laughs> people call continually. Correct. When are you going to have a air show or an mm-hmm. open house? Cause there's just a lot of veterans, military people who respect the military and, People are just interested in really cool things, wanting to be a part of this. Yeah, and uh, living in this community for a while, too, you know, we've transitioned between different types of aircraft that we've seen from the Correct. jets to the C-130s. But that's part of people's memory. It's part of their nostalgia mm-hmm. of being here is, oh, I remember looking up and seeing, you know, the what, F, it was 15s, correct? That we had the previous. F-15s fly mm-hmm. over, now watching, and I know like oh, where we live, feeling those... the occasional <laughs> C-130 right. fly over. It's just part of... of the feel of this community and people get so attached to seeing seeing or feeling hearing all these different aircraft it's like those symbols of freedom Mm -hmm. beyond the flag that are just hanging around in great it's so true yeah yeah Yeah, and there's a sign as you drive up to the airport there as you're going up towards the terminal you'll see the sign that says welcome to the montana your your montana air national guard Mm -hmm. and it lists all our patches and all the airframes that we have flown in the last 75 years Um, and there's a real the real sticking point on it is it's yours because yeah. it is the community's Air National Guard. Um, and just like the Malmstrom Air Force Base is your Malmstrom Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're a part of this community. So um, it, is a, it is a privilege to be able to do that. But going back to what you said before, 100,000 people. Everybody's like, wow, that's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Do I want to spend that much time with my neighbor or that, my neighbor's neighbors <laughs> and my, my crazy Uncle Larry or whatever? But I will tell you this, our ramp has doubled in size. We have twice the oh. concrete ramp space than we did in 2017. Holy moly. So there's a huge well, opportunity spread out. More accommodating. We've got some really neat I aircraft. I won't even have to see my husband. No, bye. There's yeah. that. <laughs> but we got wing shade. You know, we've got we've got seating. You know, if you go out to our website, there's there's concessionaire. We, we worked really hard with the, and partner with Airshow Networks to bring in, you know, a good seating opportunity so people can get in the shade. They can have an opportunity to, you know, get a cold drink and sit down and get up and go walk and took at airplanes but have their seat when they come back. And so, you know, we worked really hard to try to make it as comfortable, family yeah. friendly mm-hmm. as we possibly could. 
So there's a lot of effort that's gone into that, and lessons learned from 2017. But I will say the one thing I really wish we could have fixed that we have no control over, and that is going to be traffic. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I'm going to say, because we sat a long time in traffic, it's so worth it. It is. Um, traffic will, at the end of the show, is going to be problematic. It's just, it is. At that You're, point, you've seen all the cool yep. things. You can just relax. Just relax, be yep. patient, talk about how cool it was. It's going to mm-hmm. take you some time to get out of the area. Um, and I'm going to say it. I might be wrong because I have been a number of times. <laughs> you may feel like it's a good idea to park somewhere else and walk in. And I would say in general, that's just not a great idea just because of how much traffic there will be and the area in which the Montana Air Guard is at. Correct got interstate traffic you've got truck air, traffic between the shoulders really airport. are not that huge it's not designed to be a walking area no. so please just park be ca- be patient so and neither enjoy one it. of us should walk from our houses i've considered it i mean i would consider it too but i don't think it's a good idea yeah. and mm-hmm. i don't i'm not usually the voice of reason so <laughs> take that into consideration so really really take this one to heart <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're working with some of our community partners. We are, we are trying to emphasize, you know, if you've got a, if you want to do a park and ride, I'd encourage park and rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You park know, if, you know, our churches fine. in town are some of our bigger organizations, uh, the Iceplex up there, mm-hmm. uh, they're working on a park and ride concept. Oh, good. So you can park good, at the good. Iceplex and, uh, get a shuttle over. They're working that aspect of it. Um, hopefully we'll have that full up here in the next couple of, next couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I, we would highly encourage that. You know, if, if our uh, folks that are, are out town of guests that are coming here to enjoy our hotels, if the hotels want to shuttle up and drop off there, we have a drop off point for them. Yeah. So, you know, we try to ease some of that traffic footprint as much as possible. But, um, but and we're going to expand our parking hours. Folks are going to be able to park as early as eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, my goodness. So they we'll have some come. coffee, hopefully, for them out there and Danishes, and they can sit and wait, and then we'll open the gates at nine, and folks can walk out and take a look at a static. Perfect. Sounds like you've worked out some of those those details. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine the amount of logistics and things that you're having to think about and arrange because this is on a base. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with public. You're dealing yes. with a lot of different military personnel, yes. a lot of different aircraft. How yes. A commercial airport runway. Uh, yes. yes. How, how do you manage? How do you, what's... How do you manage all of that? Um, good question. Is that your years Carefully. of experience? I'm giving you a blank Carefully. look right now because I don't think I figured it out yet. Uh, you know, it's uh, great people. Mm-hmm. I am blessed. You know, we talk about, somebody brought up earlier, you know, are you with Malmstrom? Are you with Mang? Uh, I said, Does I'm it? with the guard. But however, I am so blessed with my partners out at, the, out at Malmstrom Air Force Base in the 341st Missile Wing and the 819th Red Horse, the 219th Red Horse. Um, they have been my savior, my lifeline. Um, because we are, we're very shorthanded. You know, we have a, we have our aviation package that's deployed currently. Mm. Uh, so we got a good chunk of our population. That's, that's not even here right now. Mm. So, uh, our resources to pull from have been stretched. So, uh, I couldn't do this without my, my team, uh, primarily, uh, from, you know, Major Langdon and Major O'Neill out at Malmstrom Air Force Base, uh, Cammie Maloney and the FSS, Donna Whitmore do going out and pressing the, pressing the public for sponsorships. And we've had yeah. some great turnout on sponsors, you know, community is what's made it work, you know, from the commissioners, uh, all the way up to the airport authority, they've been absolutely fantastic partners and it really does take a community to make it happen. And this, this has made it super effective. 
I won't say it's been easy, <laughs> but it's been super but effective. effective. But it's at been the effective. end of the day, effective is maybe more important yeah. than easy. It is. Yeah. So how many days total is flight over the falls? So flight over the falls, uh, you will hear airplanes rattling your windows in town uh, starting Thursday. Okay. So keep your eyes to the skies. Thursday, Thursday thir- July, 20... July 21st. Okay. Okay, so July 21st, <laughs> starting sometime, hopefully after nine, uh, you will start to hear airplanes arrive around from all over the place. We have the F-15s coming in, F-16s, we have A-10s, uh, KC-135, KC-46, F-35s, Thunderbirds, F-18s. So wow, that's crazy, one of the crazy. things you don't, I just, it dawned on me right now as you were saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all have to show up here at some point, uh-huh. whether yes. they're flying or not, if they're just going to sit on the ground. They've got to get they here. Show they got to get here. Yeah. So it's almost, it's a pre, it's a pre-show. It's the matinee <laughs> to the big performance. It is. It's the matinee to the performance. Mm-hmm. And in, I would expect for the majority of Thursday, you are going to see a lot of really fun stuff in the air around Great Falls. Uh, and uh, the, maybe possibly a couple of low levels coming into Great Falls up the Missouri River from some of our more, shall we say, robust and exciting fighter mm. aircraft doing oh. some low level up the Missouri. I'm excited and, to see some jets back. Too, this can F-15. be a training opportunity as they fly in and fly into Great Falls, even though it's just for fun. Um, so fun is a loose term, but yes, I mean, obviously you were, we, we really aspire to whatever we do. We hope it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like today, this is fun. Uh, no, it, yes. So the, we, the, the Hayes MOA in the ACA is, is a national resource and it goes from here all the way out and over to the, to the Powder River Range, which runs all the way over to North Dakota. So, uh, there will be some, uh, aviation uh, assets flying around the MOA. Uh, doing some uh, some training and some orientation. We still have one of the largest airspaces in in the world, mm-hmm. and so they. And whenever folks come up, whether it's the KC forty six, they're they've they've got some sensors stuff. They're going to work. They're going to go up and fly that. They're going to take the opportunity of the airspace. They're, they're, they have thirty five. They're going to take opportunities of the airspace. So that's a great thing to be able to test off that national asset and use it. So yeah, it'll be good for them. We also have this little thing called strong wind. That's always well, it's lonely. It's off. The flag our wasn't friend. even flying today. No, I know. We've been knock on <laughs> all the wood. It um it hasn't been it hasn't been bad. I mean, we've gotten some storms moving in, but mm-hmm. we also it's maybe a good uh, training space for dealing with wind, and obviously that's a a factor over the course of of the days they're here too is is dealing with the wind. All I'm gonna say is bite your tongue, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't no. you even bring it up. I, know. <laughs> I said the W word. The W word. The forbidden W word. It's an exercise in preparedness. So you yes. talked about logistics. Mm-hmm. So the wind is a constant. So in 2017, we had tents get flipped upside down uh, as we were setting up on Friday. Uh, in 2011, we had a microburst come through, and I'm su- really surprised we didn't lose airplanes on that one. Yeah. Uh, I think we had 80-some-odd-mile-an-hour gusts oh. at that point. Boy. So, uh, yes, it can happen. Uh, mm-hmm. And everybody saw that beautiful display yesterday, you know, of the thunderstorm mm-hmm. over town uh, that just Which, seemed to last forever. Um, we're getting we got rain. nothing. That's good. Oh, really? <laughs> there are places in we town got that got nothing. hail damage. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And we watched that storm roll in, and mm-hmm. it was gorgeous, and it created a beautiful sunset. It did. We got 
a couple dribbles of water out of those clouds. Yeah. And that's just really from, it follows that hmm. river, which is right down below And me. it kind of, my meteorologist husband was watching the radar yeah, and it, it kind of split around. Mm-hmm. Where that splits, my house is right in the middle of that, that split. split. Yeah. Yeah. So we're working Every on, a, we're working on a cone of silence. <laughs> so and it's going to be around the airport. Perfect. So the goal, yeah, the goal is good weather right now. Looking out long range. It looks good. It looks nice. Mid eighties. Yeah. Perfect. It's going to be whatever it is. It's going to be still be a great time. But we did shift our timing to the left. So Mm -hmm. everybody will notice the start time is at 11 this year instead of 12. Okay. So we're done at 3.30. Okay. Oh, so a good idea. Potential afternoon. So we missed the majority. Yeah. Those four o'clock, five o'clock thunderstorms Mm -hmm. like the last week we've had. We're hoping that we miss that. I will say in favor of the storms and things, we've gotten more rain consistently so we're not having to deal with the visibility will be good because we're not dealing with the smoke things like that that is true it's clear it's greener this year so that there's there's a good thing for those storms yeah so the open house from 11 to 3 30 on july 23 24 which is a saturday and a sunday the same time both days same time both days um and but the ramp will stay up until five o'clock okay so we talk about trying to alleviate the the big push once the last act lands. Mm-hmm. So we're going to offer opportunities on the ground. There's still going to be in the kids zone, still going to be there. We're going to have some awards uh, ceremonies, some recruit reenlistment ceremonies, enlistment ceremonies with the, with the, the Thunderbirds um, going on. So there's going to be stuff for folks to do and see. And I would encourage, you know, if you uh, don't have a place to be rapidly, hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to, we're going to have stuff for folks to do and to see and kind of, folks can gauge that departure on how they want to get out of here. Mm -hmm. Because there's still a lot of things to be able to see on the ground. It's not like the planes that aren't performing are just going (laughs) to take off and be gone. Mm -hmm. Um, So you'll still have time to walk around and see some of those. Um, Last time there was a tank that Mm -hmm. was there. Is there going to be a tank again? So we're bringing a Bradley, uh, an M2 Bradley up instead of an M1 Abrams. I'm pretty sure when they brought the Abrams up last time, we might have broke the overpass. Uh, it's like <laughs> Sorry, 74 tons. Oh, wow! So uh, getting it here is is a is a is a hot mess. Yeah. So the Brad. So it's trucked in. It's not flown in. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, we truck it in. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Wow. No, they wanted to drive it across town. I'm like, mm, well, no. I knew, I knew I it didn't think road so. in. No, they <laughs> wanted they wanted to road it in. And I'm like, mm, no. No. I'm thinking we're going to pass on that. But thank you. Uh, Great idea. That would have been quite the display itself. Yeah. Down 10th Ave South. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I said, don't want to break the overpass. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's just not okay. So um, what we're doing is we're going to truck in a Bradley. They're going to have um, a couple of tactical vehicles. They're going to bring in as well. They have an up-armored, what's called a Mat V. Uh, that's going to come in, uh, which is a new 21st century modern armored fighting vehicle, which is yeah. going to be neat. Wow. Uh, we'll roll, they'll roll that out. The Army National Guard is. So they'll have some neat assets here. They'll have all three other helicopters here mm. and their C-12. So the Army Guard will be very well represented. So we're excited to have them on board, Will. What's a Bradley? A Bradley <laughs> yeah. is a, is a, is a look, it's, it looks like a tank, okay. but instead of a cannon, mm-hmm. uh, it has a heavy machine gun on it, and, it ha- and it's designed it's designed for troop infantry support okay so it is armored it's armored calf so uh and i'm probably getting half of this wrong so my army guard friends are probably going to beat me later Uh-oh. hey uh, he's so not have, an expert I'll on the army i have to pay a penance yeah, i have to pay a penance that's fine uh but that's okay at least i'm getting it somewhat <laughs> close don't break the overpass guys um so yeah okay um and then there will be planes on display that don't fly and then there will right. be planes that fly now the thunderbirds were they the same 
Are we getting the Thunderbirds? Did I say that right? That is correct. Okay. Did we have the Thunderbirds in 2017? Yes. Do we always have the Thunderbirds? We've had them consistently up to this point, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are the Golden Knights coming back? Oh. N- no. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, we went a different direction this year just because of scheduling and mm-hmm. timing. Uh, we have uh, we do have a jump team. It's the uh, SOCOM Special Operations Command uh, paracommandos that are coming in, and they're all... They're all Extremely experienced 10-year jumpers out of the Special Operations, uh, United States Special Operations Command Force uh, based out of McDill, Florida. Uh, and they are going to do our flag opening ceremonies. Oh, neat. So there'll be a two, two-person two jump. They'll have a giant American flag and a POWMIA flag. And then they're going to do a formation jump in the middle of the show each day as well. Ooh. So uh, wow. really excited for them. Um, That's so cool. But you would be amazed how much paperwork <laughs> it requires for people to jump out of an airplane. Um, No, I think there should be a lot of paperwork to jump out of a plane. (laughs) Yeah, I got to, in 2017, I got to, when I was with KRTV, got to go Mm -hmm. up with the Golden Knights uh, on one of the days to to cover and do a news story. I've told this story before just a few podcast episodes ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I got to go up with them twice in one day. We didn't jump. We. I wouldn't have jumped anyway. But, I mean, I would have, (laughs) but that wasn't an option for me. Uh, Wind. Yeah, so it was too windy for them to, to jump. However, yes. it was still an incredible experience. Yes. I got to sit right next to the open door. Yes. Uh, or I guess there's not even a door, just the opening yeah. <laughs> on the side of the plane. <laughs> yes. And that was, so my dad was a private pilot. I've, I've shared this. So I've been up mm-hmm. in small planes a lot. Mm-hmm. I never have faced sideways next to a large opening during sure. takeoff. Right. That was a surreal experience. So weird, but so cool. I'm so grateful I got to do that. That well, was good. such an incredible experience. I can't imagine anything more nerve wracking for me personally. <laughs> I, ju- I did. I <laughs> checked. <laughs> I checked the seat belts multiple oh. times. I made sure my camera and stuff was strapped to me there. You know, mm-hmm. nothing's flying out of that, flying out of that opening there. But it was just an incredible experience and so cool to see mm-hmm. uh, the Golden Knights and those who who jump and just the the ease in which they jump out of a plane. My biggest question, though, is for Cody, being an aircraft enthusiast as mm-hmm. you are, have you ever had a desire to jump out of a perfectly good plane? No. Yeah, thank you. This was always so <laughs> I've always wanted to go skydiving. And my dad, again, being the excellent pilot he was, always said, why would you want to jump out of a perfectly good plane? <laughs> the pilot's not jumping. The right. plane will be fine. Yeah, and see, that's a product of good conditioning and good training. Yeah. So, you know, as a young, as a young nineteen, twenty-year-old uh, airman, uh, the, they drilled into my head that nobody wants to have anybody leave an airplane. So yeah. fix it correctly. Right. right. Follow the technical <laughs> order. Do it right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's just it, just good training. So speaking of of going up, I got to you mm-hmm. know go on that flight as a member of the media. Are there opportunities for people? For the right price to fly in some oh, of these that's planes? that's a good question. Well, that's putting me out of the gun. Um, so. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, is that part sh- of the air show, I Short answer is no. Okay. Uh, for for the community. Now, um, we are doing, because of what it, it's a 75th anniversary, we do have certain things lined up for our 12 Outstanding Airmen of the Year mm-hmm. candidates. So we have four airmen, two from the, the Montana National Guard and two from uh, the United States Air Force out of Malmstrom that are going to be able to go up in a performer aircraft. Oh, oh. neat. And That's so it's a, nice a unique opportunity for familiarization ride uh, to celebrate and reward their accomplishments. Uh, and we are working with the paracommandos for tandem jumps as well. 
Ooh, wow. So that not firmed up yet, but that is that is out there. Uh, as far as the community goes, we have one community member who is going to get a chance to go up in the backseat of Thunderbird 8. Wow. Ooh, oh. the suspense there. Yes, and so mm-hmm. that announcement will be coming out here shortly once we have all the approvals and uh, head nods north and south. And uh, so we'll be making that aware to the public. So, But yes, but there will be an opportunity for one of our community leaders to get a chance to go up and do that. I'm going to let you know it's not me. I'm not that oh, big man. of a community leader. <laughs> and I think I would know if I was already on that list. Probably. But I'm going to shamelessly plug an event in August there since we you go. brought it up. Okay. We do have our boss lift coming up. Oh, Ooh. yes. And so that is, yes, exactly. So uh, we'll talk after the podcast. We will talk. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to it. So yeah. there'll be a C-130 flight. Mm-hmm. The Army Guard does it as well. And that they take folks up, they take employers and, and uh, community leaders up in uh, their CH-47 Chinooks as well. So our friend of the fam, <laughs> the owner of Broadwater Coffee, mm-hmm. Heather Koontz, was just up in something. Uh, she flew. That was the Army Guard. There we go. Okay. And yes. the picture she posted, which I think you would dig, and I just didn't breathe for about five minutes while I watched it. She sits like on the edge of something uh-huh. with her like leg dangling over the edge. Oh, oh no. the back the back ramp. Yeah, they probably had her restrained in. Yeah, wow. Yep. While was, they're flying. Yeah, yeah. She was so it's like, like a tailgate, on the edge, tailgate of the yeah. Plane. It's kind of like, like tailgating. She was strapped yes. into the tailgate. Ooh, that's okay. what it looked like, and she's just happy and excited. And I'm like, I would be bawling. I would be puking <laughs> and bawling the entire time. So clearly, I'm not the target market for that. Even though we would <laughs> love, maybe, that. maybe you are the target market. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Um, we'll leave that to mm. you. Another sponsored athlete from Visit Great Falls will be Shannon. <laughs> we we discuss on most podcasts. Rebecca volunteers me for something. The last couple things I've been Not I've bad. been glad you volunteered me for. Yeah. Have you gotten to fly in a, a Thunderbird or the t- gone tailgating 30,000 feet up? <laughs> so I've never flown in a Thunderbird aircraft. Okay. However, when I was a young airman uh, in the 90s, I did I did uh, crew a two-seat F-16. I was a crew chief for it, and I did fly in my airplane several times. Wow. Mm. So I did get a chance to fly in an F-16. Did you pass out? No, but I did you know, expect the inner contents of my lunch. <laughs> uh, I've just, I've seen videos <laughs> and when past media members have gotten to go, because yeah. in the past, if you've gotten to go, that's one of the things they warn you. I, I haven't gotten to go, but some others have said like they warn you, you very well could just pass out and there's like GoPro mm-hmm. video of it. You know, oh, yeah. you just see someone just knock out and then come to <laughs> yep. all of a sudden like what just happened no it didn't pass out okay uh thankfully but uh no it was uh it was a it was truly a lifetime experience uh several times with that uh, and yes i have flown on our obviously our c-130s and our uh army guard c40 ch-47s as mm-hmm. well um flown in numerous airplanes over the over the course of my career going from point a to point b uh the pacific rim runs back in the, ni- the mid 90s yeah. doing that mm-hmm. in a c-141 or you know, C5, C17s, obviously those that are designed for, for carrying people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much kind of where it's at. I mean, I love, to, I love airplanes, love to fix airplanes, be around them. They're great. Um, I'm at a point now in my world where I'm like, ah, I'm good. I'm just going to let, uh, it's, it's all about getting my, my airmen uh-huh. and, yeah. my, and, and, those you know, and those people that experience because, you know, that's what things that you look back on. Once you've had check mark done, boxes filled, let's get somebody else that box filled. Yep. Yeah. Is there a plane, you're a mechanic, mm-hmm. correct, for years and years, is there a plane that you liked working best Ooh, on your or, favorite proved, plane. or proved the most challenging <laughs> for you? So as a young airman, my first tour uh, at Hill Air Force Base, I showed up and they said, don't unpack, you're going to 
Saudi Arabia. I said, okay. So, oh, perfect. Yeah. So, great. Sounds, okay. Sounds good. Hey, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm your guy. You know, single, 20, easy. Yeah. Um, went over there and they said, hey, you're going to work Transient Alert. I said, oh, what's what's that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, if somebody, if an airplane comes in, not assigned to us, you're going to catch it and you're going to service it and you're going to get it out of here. Well, oh. we had an F4 come in. No big deal. F4 was, think of a Pontiac GTO concept. You put, okay. a, you know, put enough horsepower behind a brick, it flies. Okay. And so um, they have a unique thing and the F4 folks uh, that are listening in that remember this, um, when they had the engines go bad or they had to pull the engines out, you had to inspect where the engine seat called an engine bay. And it takes 12 hours consistent to go from the back end of the engine bay to the front end of the engine bay to complete your inspection. Wow. Oh that's like, that's gosh. comparable to you know, like a surgeon that's in there doing, doing brain surgery, this marathon. It was nuts. Intense. <laughs> and it wow. was, and it was about 118 degrees on oh the ramp. It was, it was miserable. Oh. And uh, I went in at about eight o'clock in the morning and I came out at about eight 30 at night. And I think I lost 30 pounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just pure water. It was crazy. But you uh, can't yeah. drink enough water no. when it's that hot. Well, oh and, and the other part of the problem too, is it's kind of like a chimney sweep. Yeah. You went in with a nice, clean, sharp <laughs> uniform and you come back out and you are covered in hydraulic fluid and, oh. and, and grease. And But um, it was, you know, I'll be honest with you, though, it was it was uh, all of it was a great experience. Mm -hmm. You know, and three days later, that airplane took off and flew home. So um, and nice to see your 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 work pay off there. Absolutely. Successfully flies away. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> those of us that like to see an end result from the work that we do, mm -hmm. uh, that, that was that was positive. But uh um, a lot of differing experiences, you know, and to me, it's all about the experiences. And for mm -hmm. the folks coming, you know, to the air show, to the open house, flight over the falls, it is going to be a, one of those experiences that, you know, you're talking about, Hey, 2017, it was this mm -hmm. 2011. It was this yeah. folks are going to be talking about this all over the place. Mm -hmm. Well, and my niece, I, um, told her that the air show was coming and I gave her the opportunity. Do you want to come down for it? And I said, it'll be up to you if you want to invite your family to come she's like i already know i don't want to invite my family <laughs> and i'm like you're a little stingy with the fun there yeah. pal but she's got something else going on where she can't come down this year but the entire time after the 2017 show she told everyone about the big plane that cooked or baked cookies while it was in flight oh there was yeah, yeah there's a ours do that <laughs> I didn't we know have a, we have an oven, we have an oven on there. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's a thing. So wow. she walks in, yep. and the I thought it was one of the like egg on the sidewalk kind of nope. cook situations. <laughs> there's, there's an actual an actual oven. oven. Oh, okay. And she told everyone about it. She's like, "There's a plane where you, they bake cookies in it." <laughs> that was the think, coolest part. <laughs> think back to your childhood. Think easy bake easy oven. Easy bake yep. oven. There okay. you go. Yeah, that's it. That's so when she walks, so there's a pink easy bake <laughs> oven inside. So she walks into the plane. And the pilots are in there, and they're talking to her about what this plane does and all the things. And then they point out the oven that they bake cookies in it. <laughs> She's like, that's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, that is a pretty cool, cool fun fact. Yeah. I didn't it is know a, that. It is a cool fun yeah. fact. Because yeah. the trips they go on, you know, the missions they go on are long. Mm -hmm. You know, some of those missions, eight, nine, ten hours. You know how long it takes to get to the Mideast in a C-130? Probably quite a, a long time. Like five days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> So having been a part of this for as long as you have, not mm -hmm. just the air show, but um, air aviation stuff in general, what are you most looking forward to at mm. Flight Over the Falls? Oh, that is an excellent question. I don't know if I've allowed myself the opportunity to even yeah. ponder that um, <laughs> as we as we were at that point. Uh, so what I would say is I think the the arrival. Yeah, I think the I think Thursday, the arrivals, because... 
just the variety of airplanes in the air over over our town and doing just, you know, they're going to get five, seven minutes of pattern work and you're going to get to see them in flight and, and that is going to be absolutely fantastic, you know, and we've got folks coming in that used to be unit members that are now leadership roles in other wings in other states. We've got folks that are Montana born and bred that are flying F-35s up here to Ooh. bring them from Yale Air Force Base. Wow. You know, we got a folks, I've got a, we got a Lieutenant Colonel from Helena. We got a, uh, we got a captain coming for this from Bozeman. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's true. Like, it's like a homecoming. Old home week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and that's the part that is so fabulous. And when I was reaching out to all these units to provide their, their aircraft and their weapon systems, it's like, Hey, if you got Montanans, please have them come and bring those with us because we'd like to bring them home and say, thank you. Yeah. You know, and, and that has been so well received. It's not across the board, but I would say a vast majority are going to be that way. Oh, that's cool. So it's really neat to be able to bring those folks home and reunite them with their families here. Uh, and see that. So, yeah, that reunion on thir- on Thursday on Arrival Day, I think, is what mm. I'm truly looking forward to. Yeah, that's so. exciting. Mm-hmm. A lot of anticipation, yeah. obviously, in time and build up to, to that. And that'll be a great reward yeah, to see all those. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday has got to go according to a script. And then that, be, that adds stress to the situation. Sure. So, uh, no, Thursday's good because that's just open. Shannon's just that's disappointed awesome. all the way around because she doesn't get to go up in a plane this year. It's okay. It'll still be neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I said, we'll talk later. Yes. I'm super uh, stoked about it. And I even have friends finally who are like, oh, we're interested in this event. I'm like, how many years does it take me bragging oh about gosh. this thing for you to finally to be interested? Here. Yeah. So I do want to ask, so say somebody's coming up for Saturday or Sunday. Uh, they want to come up. They get their place to park. Normally when you go on the airbase or when I've been on, you need mm-hmm. you need your track record, you need your credentials, you yep. need all. So what do I need to bring and what can I not bring with me to show up at she the base? She always asks this question. It's a really good one. It is actually. I really appreciate it because I'm looking at this piece of paper right here and, and, and in bold, I've got talking points. So <laughs> talking point thank time. you for that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is always, you know, you, you, you put national security on the line here you mm-hmm. put personal security on the line and on and, and you see all the crazy things in the news these days yeah uh you heard about the incident on the fourth of july you know the scare mm-hmm. that we had downtown and so all that goes into consideration with our intelligence gathering and our partnerships with law enforcement and what is the right mix mm-hmm. so there's two there's two accesses to get to the to the uh, to the show one will be by invite and that's where we park on base mm-hmm. and that'll be you know if you, you'll know if you got an invite Okay. So if you got an invite, great. We did that. Then because we will we will ask you for certain bits of information. Sure. Okay. So media, you'll get an you know will mm-hmm. be an invite. Uh, retired retirees, certain retirees will be getting an invite. Um, things like that. Family members, uh, general public will access through the parking area, uh, past interstate or I state trucking, uh, on the way past CCSOs, Cascade County Sheriff's Office, um, the jail. Mm-hmm. So that is the main thing there. So the things to be to, to not bring. Okay, it's it is federal property. Montana, God bless us all, is a concealed carry state. It's an open carry state. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Montanans love their guns. We've talked about that already. <laughs> right. Yes, we love uh, guns. We love guns. Uh, <laughs> but please don't bring it to the. Don't bring it to your. Don't bring it in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, don't bring I mean, it on I, your I mean, person. I mean, absolutely, right. you have the right to carry. Uh, but we have. It's federal property. Think of it as you're going to the airport. Yeah, you're going to the airport, and that's yeah. why TSA doesn't let you take it on an airplane. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the only thing we can do is we our hands are are tied to the federal rules that we have to follow because the parking area is going to be on our property. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we ask that you not bring firearms. Number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. Two. 
um, let's talk marijuana. So that is an issue oh, right yeah. now because that is a state approved and, that's and, legal. and a city approved and it is legal <laughs> and in the state. And that's something new you have to deal with this round. <laughs> federally, mm-hmm. it is not legal. Nope, it is still a controlled and, substance. And it is still a controlled substance federally. <laughs> yeah, love that. Uh, whether you agree with it or disagree with it uh, is not really the issue. The issue is it is federal property and we have to enforce that. Mm-hmm. And we are required to. It's, we can't get around it. Um, no guns, no weed. Yep, yep. pretty Two. much. I know, okay. it's already starting to be a downer. Um <laughs> Good thing this is at the end of the podcast. Exactly. I said, yeah, you can edit this we out. We should have done this at the beginning, though. <laughs> but the biggest thing to, you know, to, to think of is, you know, is we, you know, we've taken feedback into consideration, uh, nursing mothers. Mm. Please feel free to bring a small cooler mm-hmm. with, with breast milk, with formula, if you can find it. Yeah. Um, water will be readily available. We have water stations out there. You'll be able to bring a water bottle, bring a reusable water bottle. Mm-hmm. There will be opportunities to fill it up there. Um if you're a diabetic, medications, you have to keep cool. So we're allowing small coolers in. Now, everything obviously is subject to search. Mm-hmm. So vehicles, as of right now, are subject to search when they come into the parking area because yeah. of the gun and the, and the weed thing. Mm-hmm. So that is an issue. So we will be conducting random vehicle searches at this point mm-hmm. as they've come in into the parking area. So please, please, please don't be mad at my guys. They're doing what they're told to do. This it's is the process. just the reality yes. of where we are. Uh, and it's, it's like TSA and it's good lines. There are things in place because we're talking about the military here. Well, and, and we're talking about crowd safety. Yes. When you start talking about the number of people that yep. are going to be here, we want everybody to have a safe and enjoyable time and mm-hmm. not have to worry as much about it. We've got great partners with Cascade County Sheriff's Office, Great Falls PD, the Marshal Service, op, uh, Office of Special Investigations at Malmstrom. I'm probably forgetting half a dozen other agencies that we are working with, the FBI. All those are fantastic law enforcement partners and they're giving us the best and latest intelligence and information some threat assessments but it's going to be a hot day yep it's going to be people are going to be dehydrated that's why we don't want things to escalate and so we want mm-hmm. everybody to understand their safety is our number one focus into the parking area onto the ramp and back out again mm-hmm. and more importantly this is your cost of entry there's no paid fee to do this mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. be a decent human and allow searches to happen if that's the case and follow the rules. It's, mm-hmm. it's just that simple. Right. This is uh, obviously on U.S. soil. This is a U.S. Mm-hmm. military base. Uh, our, our friends from Canada, U.S. Citi- is oh, it a U.S. citizen question. only nope. event? Okay. You nope. just have to have ID? Nope. nope. No ID. Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. Oh, ID to get on the main part of the base if you're mm-hmm. if you're a guest if you're sure. an invited guest then we're going to ask for your driver's license and, and get that, your but that's a separate thing and for get you general... and get you a pass so okay. but as far as general admission no IDs okay no they'll, they'll wand you to make sure you're not carrying brass knuckles and sure. you know lethal weapons of any kind or anything along those lines they'll search your large bags and search your uh, your coolers if, and they'll tell you if you got a big cooler you know if you're packing a Yeti 110 please pick it back to your car <laughs> yeah uh, it'll still be cold that's the great yeah. part about it though right. when you get there <laughs> number one you don't want to carry that no, thing that's all a day heavy, that's a heavy cooler no doubles as a seat <laughs> but I will I will share a trade secret we're gonna have buses running in the parking area mm-hmm. so they're gonna be doing the NASCAR lap. Well. Doing the left, the continuous left turn around there, yep. bringing yep. folks to the security area and back out to their cars. So we're going to have that. And then we're going to have buses picking folks up on the other side of the security screening area. And then that's going to be available to take you out to the ramp itself. So you don't have to walk across Gopher Field. Mm. That's an issue. Right. So that's all feedback from 17 we took okay. to heart. We're going to minimize that. So we're not having folks that are tired and thirsty and sun beat down. Grumpy. Too grumpy mm-hmm. to twist and roll their ankles <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. So that's you know a lot of that is the stuff that we've taken in. We've we've tried to make adjustments the best we could where that feedback was given. 
unfortunately, we still have the same traffic infrastructure. Sure. And I know folks are working hard at that to fix that in the long term, but it's not there yet. Yeah. We talked about coolers. You talked about reusable mm-hmm. water bottles, medication and coolers. Mm-hmm. Can I bring my beer? No. Okay. Can didn't, I bring my dog? So. However, I, yeah. <laughs> in my <cooler>. however, <laughs> there is going to be beverages for sale there. Okay. So we oh. have vendors and we have a special brew that mm, uh, the folks oh, out of Haver have brewed, brewed for us. It's called uh, Mustang 515. And it is a, um, I believe it is a strawberry, it is a light blonde ale. Ooh. And it is in commemorative cans with a P51 Mustang <laughs> on it. speaking Rebecca's language Yes. Right now. And so uh, it is light and refreshing. Mm. Um, so perfect for an air perfect show. Perfect for an air show. So, and there'll be the other, there'll be the other uh, stuff provided by our, our uh, you know, Augusto and Eagle Beverage mm-hmm. uh, up there as well. Plus sodas and waters and food. Food. Okay. I mean, the, oh man, the concessionaire went out of the, I went all in. Got euros, got Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, all the, the goodies. I mean, there. it's like it's almost like the fair threw up on the on the airfield <laughs> a week early. It's Perfect. great, you know. Perfect. It's, you know, we're really looking forward to that. So the fair quality, the quality of the food is going to be outstanding. <laughs> so we're going to have some local food trucks as well. Mm-hmm. So we're really great. excited for that. We're able to incorporate some of our local food trucks uh, in there, and so uh, I think the crowd, I think everybody who comes should have anything they would want. Plenty of options and ice cream. There's ice cream. Ooh, Cody, like what too. brewery in Haver? Is that Triple Dog? Uh, Vizsla. Mm, Okay, never mind. I don't we'll just a, edit I, that I, I, part I, I, out. Our yeah, friends on the High Line <laughs> are bringing Highline. some beer. Yes. It mm-hmm. really does not matter. All the breweries no, and Havers yes, are good. Yes, so. True story. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and, and it's not the knock on any of the breweries here in Great Falls. Fantastic breweries in Great Falls. They had the capacity. Mm-hmm. They had the opera. They had the ability. Time they were, they, yeah. Well, they had, and they were in between kind of some things. And they were. Mm-hmm. This was something. This is a big project. It is a big project, and so and the and the quantity. I mean, you're talking about producing beer for two days for, for actually three days. Thousand people, right? Potentially, you know. So yeah. you know, and take, some of us might not just drink one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everyone at this table, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're really excited for that. But we will also be showing off. We'll also be providing some local Great Falls brews as That's well. Awesome. So that'll be really great. And mm-hmm. I really do encourage, you know, guests to our town to come out and visit our local breweries as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you'll have plenty of time because the show gets done, we'll yep. say at five. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go out, grab mm-hmm. a bite to eat in the evening as well and enjoy yep. some of our local grub and food. Yep. That'll be perfect. And... Um, yeah, make a whole weekend out of it. I'm For just sure. going to throw this in. If you go to the air show one day and you don't feel like doing it a second day, take in the horse racing. Yep, that's that weekend too. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be dull in Great Falls for the, no. probably the next no. four weeks. No, there's a lot happening. There is a in lot happening. July and August. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great that it's all coming together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you had talking points. We want to make sure <laughs> we don't come oh, prepared. You asked if you could bring a dog. Oh, yeah, I did ask. Can, Thank you for reminding. Mm-hmm. Can you bring a dog? No. Good question. It's discouraged. <laughs> service animals. Uh, we're never going to deny somebody that has a you know a registered service animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you you know obviously we have a number of disabled veterans in town. Um, those are case by case the basis is, and I'll take that back and, and I'll, I'll send you some information on that. Maybe we okay. can get it out and in a further. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, it is really not a good idea to bring pets mm-hmm. to an air show. It is ridiculously loud. And that asphalt is hot. It is hot. I was just thinking and that care, burned paws, scared. Dogs. Care for a, yeah. for a dog is going to be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, and then obviously uh, around you know the food the, the the food licensures and things like that. There, sure. There's an issue with that. But the 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 answer I will give you right now is is that we'll have to keep take it in a case by case situation okay. for service animals. Yeah, mm-hmm. service animals. Correct. Um, 
One of my pet peeves, and I don't think I have ever mentioned this on air, is you're with a lot of people, a lot of diverse backgrounds, mm-hmm. a lot of different people behave differently than I do, which is fine. <laughs> what about smoking? Cigarettes, not weed. No. We already established weed's not there. Mm-hmm. Is smoking allowed or is that discouraged? No, that's a great, great question. Uh, we will have areas that folks can go. You know, obviously, if you're smoking near an airplane, we're going to ask you to, ask mm-hmm. you to right. move. Right. You know, that's that's, just that's really a not. bad plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would hope that, you know, if you're smoking in, the, in, the, in public, and again, you're probably elbow to elbow in mm-hmm. some areas, if you're trying to wait in line to get on the KC-46 and check that out or the F-35s, you know, we'd, we'd ask you not to do that just because you're in close. Pro- yeah, have some mm-hmm. self-awareness. Um, show them some of that Montana hospitality there. But uh, we are going to have some areas that are kind of folks can go and get out of the way um, and, and, and have that out. So there, mm-hmm. there, there will be places that folks, if they need to get a cigarette, they can go do that. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. And I'll be around <laughs> to help remind you that those areas exist. Mm-hmm. She'll be standing there double fist in her... Her no special team, her 515 blonde, yes. yeah. mm-hmm. Mustang blonde, 515, yes, exactly. Double fist and telling you where to go with yep. your dogs and your smoking. I will yeah. be clearly identifiable uh, out Get of that sea of 100,000 people. Well, I don't think we'll have 100,000 each day. I think yeah. we're going to probably have between Total. 30 and 50, yeah. or probably yeah. 30, 35 each day. It's, it's the, you don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, there's still a large portion of the population that's still very concerned about COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we haven't and talked about the COVID word yet. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the great news is it's uh, the event is outside. Uh, mm-hmm. One, the wind will be blowing. That's two. <laughs> so positive <laughs> ventilation everywhere you go. There you go. Uh, I See, actually encourage people, positive. if you if you want to wear a mask, please wear a mask. Yeah. I, I, just, just do it. You know, it's a good thing. We have hand sanitizer everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That's you know you'll be able to sanitize your you know your hands before you scratch your nose or put your hands over your ears because it's so dang loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh, kind of should stuff. we bring earplugs? I would encourage people to bring some some earplugs. Okay. We should uh, we may have some available. We're working on that right now, trying to get those lo- uh, isolated and and, uh, and on board here. But probably not going to be enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I would so yeah, if you if you want some just some personal protective issues. Let me just throw out a sponsored uh, comment. <laughs> Huh. If you don't have your own earplugs, mm-hmm. may I suggest you stop at Shields and pick up a pair of decibels because oh, they good. will, you can at home meld them into your ear. And I've got, I picked mine up for like 25 bucks, I think. Okay. My husband paid for custom earplugs for trap shooting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My decibels are better than nice. his custom nice. earplugs. Nice. He loves that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd share that. Shields has them. There you go. Other places may too, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Other things we should be aware of. Make sure you get your list done because we don't come prepared for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so for our listeners that are not in Great Falls, uh, that are coming maybe from Helena or Bozeman or Butte or anything like that, are coming up the, the I-15 corridor from the south, uh, your off-ramp will be in Ulm. Oh, okay. That's very good So there know. will be some Montana Department of Transportation. <laughs> will have signage. That's a great idea. Uh, yes. And they will be wanting you to get off in Ulm because as we all, anybody who's been across that overpass, mm-hmm. going to the airport yeah. or going to Love's or going to the to the Crystal Inn knows that that overpass is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and is. And so to, in our Look efforts you, to- thinking in advance right, here. No, good sh- job. <laughs> Secret. He uh, is super prepared yes, for this thing. Is. So, well, I can- Don't no, again, this, this, is, yeah. this, is a, this is a team thing. This is a team thing. So uh, this- you know, this was a recommendation, you know, of uh, Cascade County uh, Sheriff's Office, Montana Highway Patrol, and MDT as well. Really mm-hmm. great that, idea. Uh, yeah. And so that'll be southbound flow coming up the Ulm Frontage Road. 
So okay. if you're coming from that direction, obviously, if you're going to come stay in our beautiful city and you're going to enjoy our our our, uh, our goodwill and our and our hotels, please come to Great Falls yeah. and, 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 and get set up and get established and then come up. But if you're just coming up for the day, just take the Alm Furniture Road and follow the okay. signs. Yeah, that's very good to know. That's mm-hmm. a really good idea. It's some things you don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. Because, well, I don't travel in from that direction. So. No, not that far south. Yeah. Anything else on your list? <laughs> not on my list, but I have, <laughs> okay. a re- I have a really funny story to share Ooh, that oh, I've been like dying it. to share with this group. <gasps> oh, so We're the perfect people yes. to share this Flashing with. Flashing back to the, to the uh, Class C <gasps> section basketball, high school basketball tournament there at Great Falls High. Kay. Not the one at the Four Seasons, but at right. Great Falls mm-hmm. High. I'm sitting behind this districts. family. Districts. Sitting behind this family from Winnet Grass Range. Uh-huh. Okay. And we're playing when it grass rains, and my boy plays for played for the Centerville Miners. At the okay, time. okay. And obviously, you know, high school high school parents being high school parents, mm-hmm. just, gotta love the just, parents. Just yelling, and having mm-hmm. a great time, being idiots, and just to help with your story. And I'm a classy basketball girl, so that's it. I there you go. Understand. Understand. They're, they're the classy, whole gotta there. love classy basketball. Oh my goodness. So we're ha- you know halfway through the game, and I'm and I'm talking to my my wife at the time, and she asked me this question. Uh, you know, this te- I get a text, and it's about you know about the open house. You know, you know, I'm, I'm trying to answer this question, and this 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 family in front of me from from Winnet turns around and says, "Are you with the open house?" I said, <laughs> "Yes." Are you going to shank me because I'm, yeah. I'm we're Why? playing right now? Who's asking? What, what are we doing here? And she goes, well, "We've already got our hotel reservations. We're so excited. Who's coming?" Oh, all this kind of stuff, and it triggered off this this. We forgot the second half of the basketball game, uh. and all we ended up talking about was the open house. And, yeah. how, and she and they were relaying their experiences from 2017 mm-hmm. yeah. and how they made sure and they wanted to know, you know, who was going to be there, what time were things going to open. Of course, you know, this is February. February. March. This yeah. is a while ago. This is a while ago. But this was the energy that's out there in our yeah. community, and it just got me really amped up that the energy in our state is there. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see all the folks coming, and I'm super glad that those fa- that family is coming from Winnet. And Grass Range area, then, and they're going to be our guests in our town for the That's week. That's fantastic. So not to brag, but I do know the boys' basketball head coach for Winnet Grass Range. So yeah, was it? It was the boys' team. So. It was. <laughs> She's still stuck on the basketball part of your. Company. I know. All right, we went. Hey, <laughs> bright, bright, shiny object. What is it? <laughs> I got a little excited. You did yes, yes. <laughs> Start talking about classy basketball. I'm like, <gasps> this is going to be a great story. Yeah. But, yes. but it is true. It doesn't matter. And for those of you that aren't familiar with the geography of Montana. Um, Great Falls to win it is about a three hour drive and a couple mountain ranges I think so yeah Yeah. (laughs) I mean it's it gets into the eastern part of Montana Mm -hmm. but it's it's close ish but it is on that perimeter of yeah that's gonna be a ways away but it is across the state people are excited about this well, it's such a it's just such a cool experience to oh, be yeah. here and see all those planes. And again, just to even it be is. able to go on to the base and get to experience those things up close. It's yeah. I'm gonna say, and my brain might be faulty, but in twenty seventeen I think I got an invitation. Like I parked Oh at, you were among the select crowd. I wasn't in the field and I remember having a lanyard for something. Mm-hmm. Sounded like you were special. I used to be. <laughs> Clearly not anymore. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I think awkward. I might have gotten. <laughs> I see where this is going. There's a whole lot of, uh, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I think I spot. got it. I think I got it from one of the sponsors. Oh. They had given it to me because they had extra. So you so. weren't actually special then either. Well, you were special to the sponsor. <laughs> yes. Something. Yeah. Something was there. That. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Have we missed anything? We talked about dates, times, that it's free to show up. Mm-hmm. Don't bring your guns and weed. Leave your dog at home. 
be respectful. So let's just recap it. It's going to be July 23, 24. Uh, the sh- program is from 11 to 3 30. Mm-hmm. You can stay until 5, come early, stay late. Um, park in the field, ride the NASCAR bus, go through <laughs> security, be open to search, leave your crap at home. If you're coming from the south, you'll get off at Ulm. In Ulm. Yes. Did but we miss you, anything? You'll already be in Great Falls. So it's true. It really is, I guess, after a day out exploring in the sun, things like that, it's nice it to is just a big relax. Day. Mm-hmm. There's one last thing that we missed. Okay. Oh. Medical. So we had a, we did a a really unique thing in May and we got together with Great Falls Emergency Services, Benefice Hospital Systems, Great Falls Clinic, um, Cascade County, EMS, the whole Marianne, the the whole enchilada. And uh, one thing that we always have to prepare for, but we hope we never have to do. And that is in in the eventuality of an accident. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we, we rehearsed a mass casualty event mm. uh, in May where we actually, we actually rose it to the level where we exercised what's called EMS one, mm. which is the county's emergency response to a mass casualty disaster. Okay. So we exercised that. And so we, we stressed the hospital systems. We stressed the ambulance systems. We stressed the emergency operations center and their alternate location. Um, and we stressed our medical providers and the 120th and the 341st medical groups. Wow. And I'll be happy to say and proud to say that we broke it. Awesome. And so it was so successful that we broke it and we revised it and we made adjustments. And so everybody we're can, and we're ready. Hmm. And even beyond that is, is we are going to have providers from Benefis and Great Falls Health or Great Falls Clinic and Alluvian up there ready to treat if people have sunstroke, if they have heat issues, if they fall down and bang their head or whatever, whatever reasons mm-hmm. we will have providers up there. And our community can be proud that and that's our, something we've, we've practiced exactly perfected because the chances aren't big like there's not a large percentage that and i'll say it a plane performing crashes into the entire crowd that's not likely to happen very unlikely um Mm -hmm. but you know one percent is still a chance right (laughs) yeah it's a it's a thing that you want to prepare for but you never want to have to use Mm -hmm. Uh, and i will tell you with great confidence that this community community at large is ready and uh, on board with get this done and, and protect and protect our community and our people that are going to go. Excellent. Well, Cody, thanks for making this an enjoyable oh, Friday you morning. Went conversational. I'm out Lieutenant of coffee. Colonel. Are we done yet? Yeah. He said. He said I could call <laughs> him Cody. <laughs> now I'm going to just say, if Maddie was here, she'd probably be kicking me under the table because she yeah. is a veteran She's, and mm-hmm. a little bit more formal than I was. <laughs> And I would always take my lead from her. But since we're both not experts on this, <laughs> I already took the dive and went threw off the title there. Yeah. Well, I and I do appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, but also anytime. Yeah. Always. It's been a blast. And I've had so much fun. I'm so excited for the air I'm show. So Flight over it. the falls. Uh, been the highlight since it's been announced for me. I think the mm-hmm. first I learned about it was December, mm-hmm. January yep, time frame. We initially released it. Yeah, so I am stoked. And uh, my plan is the next time Flight Over the Falls happens, I'm getting one of them passes. I'm going to get an invite. <laughs> You're gonna be so I'm going to elevate my status as a leader in this community. That is <laughs> my that, goal for the for next that time. sole <laughs> purpose. We like it. <laughs> so thanks for spending your Friday morning with us. And um, you want more information? It's already on our website. Mm-hmm. Visit greatfallsmontana.org. And we'll be talking more with Lieutenant Colonel Smith 
on our social media channels as yep. well. You can check it out there. So we're going to get that flooded. We hope to see you soon here in Great Falls. But until we do, we hope you're having an amazing time with your friends and family wherever you are. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town.